Hello and welcome to another edition of Flashpoint. I'm your usual host, Ryan Mills, but today I'm going to bump it over to uh, a co-host or a guest host, uh, AFPM Director of Transportation and Infrastructure, Rob Benedict. Rob, take it over. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, I'll try to do as good a job as you usually do, but I'm not sure that's possible. Um, so today joining us uh, to talk railroad infrastructure is, is Dan Elliott, former chairman of the STB, the Surface Transportation Board and partner of, at the law firm of Connors & Winters. Uh, Dan, thanks for joining us today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Great. Um, before we get started, could you tell our listeners a little bit about your background and how you became an authority on uh, railroad uh, regulations and economic matters? Sure. Um, uh, as you mentioned, I was the uh, chairman of the Surface Transportation Board uh, starting in 2009. Um, I was... Uh, appointed by President Obama and confirmed by the Senate, and uh, I served two terms, uh, both in the Obama administration, and I left uh, the agency uh, last year, uh, end of September, um, and during that time, um, I was the head of the agency uh, that is the economic regulator of the freight railroads. Great. Um, we're happy to have you here. And we're going to ask you a couple questions about uh, rail infrastructure. So uh, first, uh, AFPM recently released a report on the fuel and petrochemical supply chains, kind of where we're at now, uh, where we're going, and, uh, and what we need to get there. Uh, rail transportation plays a very large role in both of these supply chains. Um, could you provide an idea of the scope of current rail infrastructure in the U.S. and its importance to the refining and petrochemical industry? Sure. Um, the rail, the freight rail industry has about 140,000 miles of privately owned infrastructure, and I emphasize privately owned. Um, so they own all of their own lines, um, not government owned. And um, those run through 49 states. Uh, obviously, Hawaii doesn't have a big rail presence. Um, and uh, the, it's very significant to the stakeholders um, of AFPM. Uh, I think about I think about nine percent of the traffic, not including intermodal, uh, is carried um, of, of your traffic is carried um, by the railroads. Uh, nine percent of the total traffic that the railroads carry uh, is your from your stakeholders. So. Um, they play a very uh, a big role in uh, what the railroads do. They're a huge customer, uh, so as a result, they're uh, very important to the railroad industry, and as a result, the rail infrastructure is very important to your people. Great. Um, as you mentioned, rail infrastructure is primarily funded privately by the railroads themselves, so they get to decide where that money goes. Given your experience, what do you think the best investment is when it comes to rail infrastructure? Or, or put another way, if you owned a railroad for a day, where would you spend your infrastructure dollars? Uh, well, I would, I would look at what capacity issues uh, the railroad has at the present time and try to obviously look what's going to happen in the future and attempt to uh, grow capacity on the uh, lines um, where needed. Uh, I think Chicago is one place where uh, all railroads should take a look and just make sure that there's enough capacity there because uh, 
in the past there have been service problems as a result of uh, lack of capacity getting through uh, the Chicago interchange. Um, but generally, I, I would just look for capacity. Uh, freight is growing. It's just going to get bigger and bigger um, as time goes on. So the railroads are going to be called on to carry more and more traffic. And uh, they just have to be ready um, for uh, the growth in traffic and uh, be a little bit ahead of the game so that there aren't service problems down the road. Thank you. Um, so in your former position as STB chairman, you were at the forefront of, of many important rail issues. In your, in your opinion, what are the challenges and leading policy issues facing uh, specifically rail shippers like refiners and petrochemical manufacturers? Yeah, specifically with respect to uh, refiners and petrochemical manufacturers, uh, one of the main policy issues uh, that's pending before the board right now is uh, reciprocal switching, which is a form of competitive access. So if uh, one of your refiners is captive to a railroad, um, they might be able to introduce competition um, to that uh, shipper, uh, which would obviously help uh, with rates and service. Um, so that's number one of the number one issues. Uh, also another issue is the complex rate case process at the Surface Transportation Board. Uh, some of the plastic resin uh, manufacturers uh, that travel on the railroads have brought rate cases and have not had much success. So right now the board is looking at better ways to bring rate cases. So I think that's also very important. And lastly, uh, just general service issues. There have been some service issues uh, over the last couple of years uh, and in 2013 and 14, uh, which impacted all rail shippers. And um, I think just addressing how those are dealt with by the STB uh, is uh, very important for all shippers. Uh, so that th those are the main three issues that I see. Great, Dan. This has been a, a great conversation, and I just have one last question for you. Um, the AFPM Fuel and Petrochemical Supply Chain Report highlights the nexus between different transportation infrastructure and different transportation modes. Can you discuss the importance of, uh, of different transportation modes and infrastructure uh, as they relate to the rail industry? Sure. I mean, it's all part of, um, I mean, obviously the railroads are, are a network um, but it's all part of a uh, total transportation network. So uh, trucks may take the uh, last few miles. Rails are usually uh, most competitive when the uh, haul is a longer haul, uh, over 500 miles. Uh, and then usually when it gets to uh, close to the destination, it can hand that off to a truck or it can take it to uh, in your world, uh, a pipeline or pick it up from a pipeline. Um, so um, it's all interrelated and very important um, uh, for shippers to uh, the total transportation uh, network uh, can be one, one uh, shipment can involve various types of uh, transportation. So it's all very important that they are coordinated and uh, work together. Great. Well, we thank you, uh, Dan, for joining us, and uh, uh, we always appreciate talking rail issues with you. Have a good one. Thank you.